Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eternal Champions. I am your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths. Joining me today, we have the champions, Captain Darnum, played by our very own Dr. Vanish. Hello, hello. Next, we have Sir Mirthal, played by Ernie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And last but not least, we have Sir Valak, played by our very own Daddy Sins. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Daddy Sins in the house tonight. I know it's been a week, but just in case I haven't told you, don't be a sinner. You only know that if you watch the listen to the podcast. <laughs> With that being said, Michael Gelfie Studios produced tonight's background music. If you enjoyed the music you heard and want to add similar tracks to your live play podcast or to introduce an element to your games with friends and family, you can acquire these tracks at michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. That's michaelgelfie.bandcamp.com. Hope you enjoy. Now, on with the show. Eternal champions united to defend. Eternal champions, they thwart the fateful end. Joining forces to combat the godlike enemy. Eternal champions, rewriting destiny. All right. <clears throat> Last time on Eternal Champions, after returning to the ship and earning a from dealing with Fenrisa, the Storm's Oblivion, um, the party returned back to the Blue Mask, sought a very much well-deserved long rest, upon which waking up and engaging in their normal morning rituals, Valak, once meeting with Mirthal and Astraeus, remembered with the trigger from Mirthal seeing something involving Aster, almost as if he was possibly in duress. After following certain leads and <clears throat> questioning individuals on the ship, it eventually took them to the realm of Rand, and particularly the hold of the Neon Knights, as it were. There they met in a uh, Kiasi named Aetherun, who t gave them, didn't know much about what was going on as it pertained to Aster, but given the arm that they supplied with after searching the lore hole that had been destroyed. Forgot to mention that part. That's an important part. <clears throat> Aetherun sent them in the direction of a one Leo Ashton, a private eye who also runs a bar known as the Last Gulp. There they met Leo, engaged in some drinks, and then decided after employing him, Leo would... Leo... Loki. <laughs> it's okay. Leo then would investigate the lead at Sparkcaster Industries while the party traveled over to uh, the individual's name by the name of Wadrick, a Empyrean gadgeteer, as it were. They traveled to his residence, and that is where we will be picking up with Valak, Mirthal, and Astraeus. The floor is yours, gentlemen. Well, no, fuck you, Loki. Stop. Loki wants in on this action, too. I think I have to. I think Loki play as Rail today. Okay, here we go. Um, All right. <laughs> two natural 20s for Shreya. It's crazy. No. <laughs> uh, uh, this is supposed to be the place. Uh, what is that you uh, seen before me? Before you, you see what looks like, compared to the rest of the city, and by the way, I should have let you know, it is raining quite heavily right now. Um, what you see before you, though, compared to the rest of the city, is something that's a little different. It's 
like an, the building looks like an old-fashioned brownstone building. It's about three floors high. You have your first floor, your second floor, and your third floor. Based off the windows that you can see in front of you, you can definitely tell there are at least three units, but you don't know whether there could potentially be more. Okay. Um, there is a side alleyway as well that separates between uh, the building next to this brownstone. So there's literally this large building, a uh, alleyway, and then the brownstone itself. Okay, and we know exactly which unit this is. No, you do not. Unfortunately, that was not provided in the dossier. Okay. What well, we know is in this building. Correct. All right. <clears throat> well, now you guys are wanting criminal, so I'm going to assume we don't probably have the best lost in the business, so let's see what's going on. It's the most fortified, so we. Astraeus looks at the two of you. <clears throat> you know what? I'm going to go down the alleyway, see if there's, you know, you know, maybe something, some garbage, or maybe there's something, another way to get in. Good to cover everything from every angle, you know? Makes sense. Um, do you have anything to sit on in case things get hairy? Uh, we'll say you'll know when you know. Uh, you know that little fireball cantrip you have? Just fire up in the air. Perfect. All right, and you see... if you see uh, beam of light that looks like my own glass, that's me calling for you. All right? Gotcha. And he ducks out, and we do a stealth roll for him. Okay, not the greatest. Um, Loki, see he ducks in. <laughs> Loki, all right, you want to play Astraeus? Fine, jeez. Um, you see he ducks... <laughs> He ducks into the alleyway. You hear his feet kind of a little heavy. He's trying. You can tell he's trying to be subtle about it, but he's not being as stealthy as he thinks. And his feet just tapping onto asphalt as well as the water that has accumulated down the runway of this alleyway. Just you hear splashing, and then some sort of like weird uh, bending of metal of sorts. Okay. Well, I think he has that well in hand. Come on, Mal, it's right in front. Okay. So as you gentlemen go for the front door, who's going to be taking point and trying to open it? Uh, Mal could take point. Okay. As you go to pull the front door, it is locked. <clears throat> Conveniently, onto your left, there seems to be some sort of intercom of some sort that you've seen before through your travels throughout the lore holds as well as Ankar's. Uh, abode before he moved over back to Freyord. And it has a list of names on it. <clears throat> Alright, what name do you have on it? Well, the name on the top floor is scrawled out. The name on the second floor is a little tough to read, but maybe it's Adra, maybe? And then the third name on there just says Samson. And uh, can you remind your player the name of this bounty hunter we're pressing with one more time? Wadrick, spelled W-A-E-D-R-I-C, Wadrick. In the dossier, do we have any other aliases for him? Give me an investigation roll. Got it. That is going to be a 19. Okay. Pouring through the document fairly quickly and quite in detail, there doesn't seem to be any sort of 
uh, alias that this character goes under, just Wadrick, as in he's very confident to as to what he does. He's good at what he does. But you do find that he tends to carry with him what he referred or what's referred to as a spark thrower. There's this uh, crude drawing of what it looks like, and it's kind of like this weird uh, hand, single-handed crossbow, right? in the shape of its design, but has like this weird like barrel, almost like the firearms that you've been seeing. And you see there's some lines pointing to the barrel showing like this is where the, the ball of lightning comes out. <clears throat> and it says avoid. And he also tends to often use a built-in wrist rocket, which you guys found out based off of no, you know, that we were the arm. Oh. Exactly. All right. Um, so maybe he's at the top music since that one crawling out. Yeah, you wanna. Is there anything to press or anything on that uh, intercom? Yeah, there. There's a button. There's a button at the end of each name. Uh, I don't know if we should alert anybody that we're here, just in case he's hiding out in there. So, watch out! Um, Let me, I'm gonna do something I haven't done in about a year. You're not gonna do that sort of thing, right? No, I pull out uh, some thin souls, and I'm going to try to okay. lock. Go ahead, give me a roll. Add your proficiency modifier, and you know what to do. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I don't have a thing to roll it, so I will just do this, and then add my modifier. <laughs> and it doesn't matter, and that's roll one. So. Oof. As you are trying to tinker with this lock, you actually wind up inadvertently snapping one of the tools within the keyhole. Well, I do have a uh, practice, but damn. Um, you just want me to break the door? Can you do it quietly? <laughs> he laughs. No. He <laughs> got serious. Um, <clears throat> um, I mean, I can I mean, try to just snap it really quick. You wouldn't got bro. So the way this door looks like, <clears throat> it has a, like a circular lock, and it has one of those um, handles where you have to push down on the tab to pull it open. So okay. just to give you a frame of reference, if you're going to try to break into it, that's the mechanism you're dealing with. Um, real quick, oh. before we go through all that, are there like, any other windows to entry points that we need to see? Oh, there are several windows. There's a there's a there's actually like a large half hexagonal window up front. You can't see into it. Well, not fully, I should say, because the curtains, but you can make out shapes. The lights are on. You you can maybe oh, you have an 18 as your passive uh perception. I have a 17. Yeah. 17? Mm -hmm. That's good enough. Close. I'm not going to pull hairs on that one. Um you do see what looks like some sort of silhouette maybe sitting at something, whether it be a table or maybe some other chair but you see like a, a rough faded silhouette second floor no lights are on third floor it looks like some lights are on but very dim how tall is this how tall is the uh is this like a building or like the kind yes of this is a building how yeah. tall is the it's building? about uh, like i said about three floors so think about your standard like you know two-story house gotcha right. now yeah. now it can change in my mind bro but maybe we were right and we should have run the bell like the first floor you want you want me to just climb up there? No, because eventually somebody will call the authorities, and I don't know how the authorities are around, but I'm not trying. 
Yeah, the mom with that before we find this guy. Why are you worried about the authorities? They should be worried about these muscles. He's flexing. Yeah, I see what you you innocent people, bro. Um, <laughs> we don't need about that that guy's before. armor ripped off. Ah. Yeah, I, I see you knew it. <laughs> In real hollow. I I remember. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ring the bell for the bottom of the level apartment where the lights are on the brightest. <clears throat> As you ring the bell, it gives a bzzz sound. There's no reply for a good three to four minutes. But then an old-sounding voice, an old wizened voice comes on. I beg your pardon. Hello? Hi. Hello? I'm a courier from the neighbor upstairs. They're not answering. Can you open the door so I leave a package at the door set? Uh, sorry, courier? Yes. Uh, do you... Do you happen to have an idea of some kind? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. If you don't mind, uh, I'll open my window over here, and then you can press it against the glass. Yep. And I'll just hold up my uh, champion mark. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let me see. Should this be a my roll or your roll? I wasn't expecting this. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> persuasion roll, good sir. You got it. That is going to be a 13. 13? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes, a courier. Of course. And Why didn't you out the window, I'll give him a wink. And you see, before he pulls back the curtains to go back into the apartment, he just flashes what looks like a very a what looks like a some sort of like placard like a small little badge of some kind and it's the symbol that you've seen of the the knights mm -hmm. okay <clears throat> he goes back and all of a sudden you hear just the click of of the lock unfat un basically undoing itself yeah I'll open the door and say avenue milk oh why thank you and so, you gentlemen, which floor are you checking? Second? I'm assuming you're not going to check the first, unless you want to. No. Actually, I'm going to knock on his door. You wrap your knuckles. While he's doing this, are you going to be going up Valak or staying with him? Uh, he'll go up. Okay, so you're heading up to the second floor. You wrap your knuckles against the door, Mirthal. Hello? Hey. Is that you, Coria? Yes. Yes, yes, my friend. My name is Mirthal. I'm sorry I'm bothering you at this hour, but have you heard any ruckus lately? Maybe from the neighbor on the top floor? You hear what sounds like um, the chain of a lock being uh, unslung and the clicking of another lock and then a deadbolt being undone and then the knob being turned. The door opens up just slightly. Oh, you mean the strange fellow up in the third floor? Yeah. Uh, yeah, not too long ago, actually. Oh, by the way, pardon my rudeness, my name is Jean-Marie Sampson. Very uh, it's a pleasure. Former Brotherhood of the Knights. Not many champions come around these parks. Yeah, I have seen recently become acquainted with the Knights. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Oh, oh well, anyone who's a friend of the Knights is a friend of old Jean-Marie. It's a pleasure to as as I was saying, uh, third floor gentleman always wears a weird mask. 
made a ruckus not too long ago. Maybe a few hours back. Anything we I should be aware of before I head up there? Well, nothing I know of. He usually keeps to himself, but always be on a guard and always be prepared. Always up, my friend. Always up. You lock the door back up and you take care of yourself, man. Thank you for your assistance. Uh, certainly, and uh, well, my pleasure. Do take care, champion. And he closes the door, and you hear the locks fasten off the deadbolts and the other two locks. Um, Valak, while this brief exchange is occurring, what floor are you going up to? He's going up to the last floor. Okay. You head up to the last floor, and as you do so, there's a singular door at the end of the the hall. So, <clears throat> you walk... Wow, brain fart. Holy crap. You walk at the end of the hall, and you see just there's like a number three, like, small little placard up above. You knock on it? Yep. You wrap your knuckles against it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, you 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 punch your door the door. Um, <laughs> no response. I thought he would have heard that by now. Let me try again. No. Easy. Easy. We don't want him to run away. Although even though Astraos is on the side, we don't want to alert him too much and he runs away and he's in there. Um, when I wrote one of the tools, do I still have enough to still use it, or is it? Yes, you terrible? do. Yes. No, you you still have enough. It, we'll, we'll think of it as like you have. It's one of those tool sets that has repeats, but just in different sizes. Okay. So. so I'm gonna try to pick this lock. Okay, you know what to do. All right. Uh, so that's a 25 altogether. You undo the lock. And I am going to slowly, carefully open the door as quietly as possible. As you slowly open the door, you notice that the lights are are off, save for basically like a small little like um, hand lantern of sorts, right? Okay. But as soon as you do that, you hear just a familiar voice. Myrtle, don't. It's Astraeus. I saw. And you see, he, he steps into your purview. And he points up. Oh, no, up. You notice that there is this strange convoluted mechanism that spans the entire we'll say almost loft because you're not in the whole loft you're like kind of you're in the foyer area of it and it gets it there's a larger expanse of it and you notice that it's hooked up to some strange looking device that doesn't look like it's active right now all right Shit. Uh, and can you disarm it i can try it looks a little bit more complicated than the one that i dealt with over at the window but let's see. And he's going to walk over. And he's, he's getting a little nervous. He's wiping the sweat off his brow as he's doing this. And then there's, he comes to a point where he's come between three different wires. Typical red, yellow, and blue. He inhales deeply. Snips the blue. 
Nothing happens. He looks at you. I have no idea if that did it. But since we're not dead, that's a plus. Oh, alright. So should I try opening the door then? Sure. Let me just head over to the window so I get a head start just in case. Makes sense. And he, he heads over to the window. Mount well, well, Matt of Justin King to backfires. Valak would be okay. Remember, Valak protect you. Remember that. I can take the hit, whatever it is. Alright, so I'll let you open the door then. Yep. And I'll let Valak take point as the door opens. As Valak opens the door, you hear the distinct sound of some sort of thread or a line being like snapped based off the tension. And nothing happens. Whew. Well, he, but you, then, you no, see I'm him just... sweating. <laughs> He's sweating a bit. <laughs> oh. Nothing happens. Good. I'll uh, make my way inside behind Valak. And Astraeus joins you, gentlemen, into this room. The foyer doesn't have much to it. It's very bare, except for, like, the actual obvious trap, like, the this thing, whatever it is, that would be set off. Uh, as you go beyond the foyer, there is a doorway, an archway, I should say, to the left, and then there's a smaller room in front of you. Alright. did you see any signs of the person being here? Not that I could tell. Uh, just left these lanterns, and you see Astraeus is holding one. It's like a small little lantern. You don't see any sort of, like, uh, kerosene or a wick. It's being illuminated by some sort of other energy source producing this light. But he holds it up. He says, I saw a bunch of these just hooked up all over the place. Or rather, from what I could tell from each window. And he motions for you guys to come, and he points down, at least on the left-hand sideways from where the window that he came in, you see, like, these hooks that have been, like, kind of, I guess, either placed there by this guy and just little these hand lanterns every so often. Huh. So this is his own way in the out in this night. All right, well, we know they've got a nice trap, so we are deployed. Um, I'm going to summon Fenrir. Okay. You have your, your, your breaker pup. He's gotten a little bit bigger. Not too much, but he's growing. There you go, good boy, be quiet. Now I need you to search. Search. What are you going to be, uh... And I pull out the arm so that you can get a smell of it. Okay, okay. Um, just roll me a d100. You got it. Now you got me a 99. Holy shit. Ooh. Um, so... Fenrir sniffs out the arm and then immediately heads down past, walks between Astraeus' legs and walks down the left archway and down this small corridor. And then what goes into what looks like a locked door, he starts scratching on it and then lets out a small bark, but not a full one because all of a sudden he remembers, oh, he said to be quiet. So he lets off kind of like a little yelp to get your attention. I'll head over to him, I'll thrash him behind the ears. Good boy. He laps, he laps his tongue against the side of your face. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, Now you stay there. Stay, stay, stay. And I'll check the door for any kind of traps. Uh, give me an investigation roll. You got it. Uh, 15. 15? 
from what you can tell by this door, there doesn't seem to be any traps on this side. Uh, the other side, you can't tell. All right. Um, I'm going to test the door as quietly as I can to see if it's locked or not. It isn't locked. It has a typical, your regular uh, hand uh, hand knob door or doorknob. Wow, hand knob. Wow. Doorknob <laughs> handle. Holy crap. Uh, tonight I can't speak for some reason. Maybe we need more coffee. Maybe. I'll um, slowly open the door, take a crack, and see if I can see any kind of trap on the other side. You look up, you look into the tiny crack. So far, you don't see anything. All right. Slowly open it no more. Seems clear. Uh, aside from aside from the what looks like a workshop of some kind. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to slowly open it up completely. You open up completely, and as you open up completely, we'll be cutting over to Mr. Captain Darnum Han. Oh. Darnum, after following the leads from Angkar as to where your party members or your fellow champions are, you it brings you to the hold of the knights. You wind up traveling with his assistance. <laughs> Uh, with Ankar's, oh, not Ankar's assist, but Kalina providing you with a key. She opens a doorway to the knights, and you step through. Upon getting there, you are greeted by a one Kiasi, a, still wearing his battle accoutrement. Oh, uh, greetings. Can I? Hello. Greetings. I am, oh, well, everyone calls me Aether Run. I have a feeling you might be with the other tall individual and the breaker. Yes. What? You'll see. You'll see. I'm gonna chuckle. I wonder what gave it away. Yeah. We don't often have many, uh, shall we say, a Bevelovian gates open up in our stronghold and not have you instantly shot. So. Oh. You see his eyes widen. Oh. Yeah, Knowing that that points, was a very. Points, he points to the court. He points to the left. He points to the right, and you notice that there are what looks like, like, some sort of. They're not archaic, but they 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 tend to have a uh, shall we say, a steampunk esque quality. There's a lot of brass and gears whirring, and a, they're they're kind of humming with the motor that's powering them, and you see what looks like just some sort of on uh, one of them what looks like a little like a little flame. Huh. Now that I know that was a very real possibility, I'll be sure to I'll be sure to come in on foot next time. But uh, well, <laughs> yes. Well, it seems like you were registered as a friendly, so someone you might have met one of our knights already. So. Oh sadly. yes, yes we did. There was a contingent of your knights that we met, uh, not too well, not too long ago actually. But yes. So uh, if, you're, but... if you're, oh yes, sir. Oh, no, 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 I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. If you're looking for your friends, they went over to a bar called The Last Gulp. Ask for a gentleman by the name of uh, Leo. But if they've employed Leo, he might not be there. So ask for Jorge. So ask for Leo. But if he's already been employed, I will find him. But I'll find Jorge. So, yes, I will head over there right now. Take care. Oh, uh, by the way, it's down, down the several blocks. You can't miss it. It's called The Last Gulp. All right. I can't miss it. And I'll I will keep my eyes very open. And you know what? Just uh, considering what I'll just pop the eyes of creation, see if there's aside from just the two sentries that that were trained on me. If there's anything else that I just wasn't privy to, on the chance I was I was you know, I was I was on the up and up. As it pertains to Aetherun, 
you see that he is wearing his armor gives off the same signature that um Gadwain gave after you guys had defeated him. Huh. Like right. that that stable that stable unison of like etheric and distortion energy. Right. Um just in his armor only. Uh, you could tell that around you though, there seem to be underground, there seems to be what looks like what you can assume safely, turrets that might pop up from the ground as well. Or centuries, I should say. Oh, curious. I feel like, and I feel like Aether on the notice, and I was like, hmm. I'll give like, you say I, squ I squint my eyes at him, give like a, like a nod, like, huh, intriguing. And then just move on. Yes, indeed. Just don't let curiosity get the better of you. I can't make any promises, and I just kind of walk off. And neither can I. On, on to the last gulp. So you head over to the last gulp. Easy enough. You find it easy enough. Um, as you enter, there's about three gentlemen, and then there's a human uh, tending to the bar. A man of olive complexion, and he's in the middle of just pouring himself a drink, as it were. I'll, I'll saddle up to the bar. Just get like a quick tap and just kind of wave. He gives you the look over. Scans you up and down. You're with the other guys, right? The uh, the human dressed all in black. The guy in the big glinting red armor. And then the other guy who looks like he can drink his weight and then some in ale. Yep, that's me. All right. Are you Leo or Jorge? <laughs> I'm Jorge. Leo's uh, busy. They managed to employ him. I'm tending to the bar currently. But... I know where they are. All right. So I suppose I You're should... You're looking for 308 Crossland Street. 308 Crossland Street. And what's... And you see Darn just, like, look around, like, what's direction is that in? So as soon as you exit the bar, make a left. Just keep going straight. Do not deter and do not talk to anyone. As soon as you start talking to one of the peddlers out here, especially given the weather, you, you might get distracted and lose exactly idea of where you are. Gotcha. All right, I gotta treat this like a subway. Just gonna just walk, laser focus. And before you go, uh, would you like a drink? I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't have one. Thank you. All right, this one's on the house since you're uh, you employed Leo, and he pours you a <laughs> shot of something, and he slides it over to you. Like it's the moment, amber. The... It's an amber uh, colored liquid. Oh, nice! Like the moment it touches my fingertips when it slides over, I'll just scoop. I'll like like. Just quickly like palm it with one hand and it's down and then just keep it and slide it back I need you to give me a constitution saving throw oh no I've been drugged no it's up that's not this campaign don't worry <laughs> oh god don't tell me that actually happened <laughs> oh hang on a second this might be uh... oh that's not great 14 you get a slight buzz but you don't feel like you drink anything potent. It's deceptive. It's not because there's anything in the drink. It's matter of the fact that this is a very deceptively, de dangerously deceptive, I should say, smooth liqueur. Oh, this is this is this is rather nice. Yeah, figured you have one on the road. And I don't believe I got your name. The name is uh, Captain Darnam Han of the Blue Mask. Oh, well, 
Pardon me, Captain. He does like a mocking of like a, a bow. Yep, I gotta get. I still gotta get used to it. Well, should you need a drink, you know, you can always come to the last gulp. Uh, rest assured, I will certainly return. And he motions a salute to you. Hello? Oh, I'm still here. Hello? Oh, yeah, he motions a salute to you, and that's it. Oh, and then I'll just... I'll, I'll, I'll return the salute in, in earnest and uh, make my way to 308... Uh, Sean Clare, just, just As I'm saying it, it's like, oh, 308... Uh, you Crossland Street. There you there, go. Crossland Street. And so you make your way to the address of where you last knew your party members to be. So going back to Mirthal and Valak and Astraeus, technically. You enter the room, and within the room, it looks like a workshop. There are a series of tools, everything from lathes and presses, um, vices, all sorts of raw metallic stocks, uh, metal stocks of varying different, um, well, metals, as it were. You see some Aetherium there. You see what looks like Lovium there, too, mm. which, Mirthal, you know that is, there's only really very few ways that you can get lovium out of a bevelo so yep that's not good and and in the room in nestled in the corner there looks like to be a cylindrical container of some kind uh it's about uh, roughly about seven feet tall seven and a half feet tall made of inium hmm. and it's wide we're talking well it's seven and a half feet tall it's about Three and a half feet wide. So it's a cylinder container. May I? It item, looks like a, a, or it seems like a cylindrical, item. some sort of cylindrical thing of Inium. All right. In the corner of the workshop. Uh, I'll uh, whisper out, fellows, you might want to come in here. Australia centers. <laughs> Val, Val hops right over. What's up? <laughs> Well, we found your workshop. You probably came here trying to fix this arm. Oh. And, uh, I'm gonna grab the Nomium. Mm hmm. This... There's not much of it. It's, uh, it's a cylindrical stock of Lovium, probably about four inches in length and about maybe an inch and a half wide. Okay. Um, How do you get that? Is a question. It's not easy to take out of Mevano. That's a real question. We know one of them creatures was with them. So perhaps one of them gave it to him at payment. Um I'll look at the uh that, how do you pronounce it again? Idrum? Inium. Inium, I'm sorry. I'll look at the Inium. Is it uh, what does that mean? Does it look like? It looks like a wide, seven and a half foot tall by three and a half foot wide contain, like, not container, sorry, um, cylinder of Inium. Mm -hmm. Anything inside the cylinder, though? From what you can tell, you don't, it just looks like a cylinder. Mm. Um, I'm gonna take this, actually, if I can. You're gonna what? Take it. A seven and a half foot tall thing of Inium? Yeah, if I can fit into that hole, I will. 
<laughs> so if, um i need you if, to, i need you to, I, if, so. I know i need you to roll a d100 for me you got it you want to give that to valak it's like taller than you <laughs> a 79 as valak says that you press your hand on the cylinder and as you do so you feel like a slight warmth where your hand is Okay, like a warm present, nature warm, but a comforting warm. Yeah, it's just a warmth. It's, you know, not unpleasant. Alright. Uh, I don't know. Let me see what I can do with it. And I'll try and move it. So as soon as you move your hand, you see there's a illuminated imprint of your hand on the cylinder. Mm -hmm. A wave washes over it. And then you see a small hairline, like, crack appear in the center of this cylinder and then you hear a hissing sound and steam getting ejected out and cold air bellowing as it parts revealing it to be some sort of uh, these two doors parting and going towards the back of the container it's now open inside you see what looks like uh basically like a humanoid shape in this very cushiony um unit with monitors Flanking the left and the right. Interesting. Which are currently off. And that's a humanoid figure inside the lemon dead one. Oh, there's no there's no figure in it. I'm saying the shape there's like a an imprint in it, if that makes sense. Okay, now I got you. Okay, I understand that. Like when you lie down on something too much and like memory foam, that type of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Alright. Ernie's no snow tonight. So, is it like something? Can you say seven feet tall, right? Seven and a half. Yes. Seven and a half and three feet wide. Yeah. So, is it feasible that something could fit in here, like curtain wise, like you snap me here and charge me here or something? That is, at, there is definitely enough evidence to implicate that. Something could have fit here. Yeah. What? It's up to you to decide. Okay. Maybe this is... Then we know for a fact that he's an Empyrean, right? Yes, yes. Perhaps this is where he, uh... Rested. Um... Does it look like... The monitors are inside, right? Is there a way the to monitors are inside. On? Give me an investigation roll if you'd like. Sure. Valak, while he's doing that, what are you doing? Um, He's kind of just still watching over to see what's happening. Because he's kind of confused on what's happening. Okay. 11. 11? Mm -hmm. You tinker with the monitors. And as you're tinkering with the monitors, they spark to life. You see the lights come on. And you see strange text scrawling. Just a singular phrase in a language that you don't know, just going like like almost like a billboard sign. Just going from one end of the monitors all the way to the other end of the monitors and just repeating over and over again. And while that is happening, Darnum, we're going downstairs. You're in front. It is raining. It is cold. You are standing in front of the same brownstone that they were standing at not too long ago. Hmm. I'll look and I'll see... If there's like a doorbell I can ring, or if the door is open, I'll try that. So, if you try for the door, it's locked, but there are the three buttons. You have the nameless one up top, 
Adra, or what seems like Adra as a, as a second, and the third one, Samson. Hmm. And something, and I, and I, and I feel like no one, anything, anything can tell me if there's anything I'm supposed to look for. I just have the address. I see one that has no name, so I'll start there. That one looks suspicious. As you press the third one, upstairs, going back to Mirthal, Valak, and Astraeus, you guys hear bzz, bzz, coming from somewhere in the apartment, or not the apartment, the yeah, the loft. What uh, is that noise? And then it goes off again. Okay. Uh, investigation rolls for Valak and Mirthal if you both are looking separately or trying to help each other to find where this intercom system is. Okay. We'll do a roll. Do a bear roll. Bear roll. Uh, uh, I got an 18. Oh. Easy enough. With Valak and uh, guiding the way, you're easily able to find this intercom system. It looks like the intercom system is actually hidden behind, not hidden, but placed behind the door as you open it. So as you were coming in, you guys missed it because it was being <coughs> disrupted by the door. But you see that there's a singular button underneath what looks like something to talk into. Who is going to be doing so? Um, uh, I guess I'll press it. See how this thing works. You, you press it. And on your side, Darnum, you just hear just breathing. Um, uh, Hello? And then you hear Darnum's voice, Valak. Uh, who, who is there? It sounds like Darnum, Valak. Oh, young. wait. Is that you, Darnum? Yeah, it's, it's me, Valak. Oh, why did you say so? Come on in, you bastard. And he opens the door. <laughs> and you hear the same clicking noise. Darnum. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just open, I'll open the door. <laughs> And I'll start working my, I guess, working my way to that to that third apartment. Well, when you had that's happening, do we hear any noise in the apartment at all? Like, does it sound like anybody moving? Perception rolls. Yeah. Uh, Natural 20, making it 27. 24. You don't hear anything in the apartment, but which, uh, when it comes to someone approaching, aside from Darnum coming up the stairs. What you do hear is the sound of rain just pelting the side of this building. And also, the window was left open by Astraeus, so water is starting to accumulate in in a pool, and you both hear, like, droplets pooling. I'll uh, tap present this same thing you ever heard the evidence in the water. Water is gone. Close the window. And in the meantime, as you do that, Darnum has rejoined the party. Oh, hello, and, um... Uh, uh, how was your time with your wife? Everything good? Oh, everything's fine. Just to had to do some work with Ankar and Kalina. Oh no, Kalina. Let me get, let me get. With, with Ankar and Kalina, and then some other stuff is going on. But just figured. I was told there was a there's some stuff happening here that I. Well, I guess you were all investigating, and 
Yeah, so essentially after I got kidnapped, uh, we went, remember that lower hole where the Babylonian creatures were? Oh, yeah. How could Yeah, how apparently could I they took him there. Some kind of huge explosion from the inside happened. And we were able to find an arm of this bounty hunter. And I basically bring him up to speed. If we're searching for the bounty okay. hunter, not. Okay, I'll say if you if we can shape up, can, can we walk and talk? Try like, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah, tell me where you guys are going. Yeah, that are going to Going back into that workshop to see if there's any clues or anything else at all about where the hell the guy is now. All right, so okay. I would say, Shaper, if you'll if you'll allow it, I'll pop the eyes of creation. I'll assist Mirthal and see if I can spot any if I can see anything in the, in the vein of what he's looking for. You are getting a series of strange readings of various different materials. Uh, you're getting etheric. You're getting you know from what lovium you see on Mirthal's body, you see a little bit of the. Uh, oh, actually, no, it would be it would be it would be concealed by the armor, so no, you wouldn't be able to see that. But you see that large cylindrical container that's now open, and it is just, it gives off that same signature of the knight's armor as well as Gadwain when you guys defeated him right there as well. But one thing that you see in particular, there's a strange, like behind a bookcase on the left-hand side of this workshop, there is this rectangular, probably no more than maybe a, a foot and a half tall, by maybe a foot wide of what is giving off some sort of weird storm energy that seems to be like completing a circuit. Oh, hang on a second. I'll, I'll, I'll like I'll head over towards the book to, to that book to that bookcase and just motion towards everyone. We've got something. We got a little uh. Sub, there's, there's some. There's something behind this bookcase now. Let me see if I can check and see if it's like kind of jury rigged in any way, in case the little the source of energy is like a trap instead of just something hidden behind. I'll check right. and see if things like rigged if someone tries to move the shelf. Investigation roll. All right. That is gonna be. Or perception is up to you. You know what? Which one's higher? I'll take investigation. So that's gonna be a twenty-one. You look this. You give this a look over. Of course, you can tell there doesn't seem to be any traps associated with it. Hmm. I'll see. I'll see. Is it is the book is the bookcase like you know easier for me to like slide out the way on my own? As you touch this, you notice that the bookcase is just a facade. Uh, oh wait a minute! And as you pull it, you see what looks like a alphanumerical. You see what is a small screen, which is what that that circuit was, and below is some sort of keypad of some sort of alphanumerical um, combination. Here we go. This looks important. Hmm. Um, is learning the same as what's on the monitors inside the corner? Yes. Anybody read this language and what the monitors are saying here? Uh, wait. Let me double check something. Let me double check something on Darnum's character sheet. If it's just for speech or if it's for reading. Let me see. Uh, Ernie, don't you? Or is that just speak with animals, right? Is that oh. what you have? Man, the Rome Slayer, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Definitely give me the ability for that. I know a Mevalovian, Common, Elvis, and that. The Abevalovian, while it's not, it doesn't translate to a Bevelovian, there is a similarity. Okay. Uh, maybe Baby Valak could tell. Hey, Baby Valak, you know what this says? 
Do you want to roll for Baby Valak or should I, JB? Uh, you can roll for it. See how okay. it goes. Oh, not bad. Baby Valak floats over to it, looks at it, and then with its its sort of tendril, its flowering tendrils, it it, it like taps on the uh, the the screen and then taps on the the alphanumerical keyboard. Baby Valak, read. Baby Valak, open. Baby Valak, need word. Okay, so he could open it, but he needs the word. Okay, so so sort of a password. Is there anything we know about uh, know about the person who lives here that might give us any hints? Pretty confident uh, his name. That's him all it. Notorious, right? Is there anything else we know about him, Statement? Uh, according to the dossier, he does like puzzles. Not very complicated ones, just simple ones. Mm. He likes puzzles. Um... It needs a word. Uh, how many letters is the word? Does it show you? The word... Hold on, let me see if I can count this properly. Okay. The word is about... It's about seven slots, if that makes sense. Seven slots? Uh, can you use that eye ability of yours to see if any key hit more than the others? Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I miscounted. Um, five, six? Let me see. No, six, six, six. Sorry, sorry. My bad. Six. Six. Yeah, okay. Six. Now... The, uh, now, now the eyes of creation, they're only going to show me the energy, but it might be a bit simpler than that. So, Shaper, okay. if you'll allow, I'm going to cup my hands over where the, the, the pad is. I'm mm -hmm. just going to just breathe on it and see if and see if it kind of raises any kind of, like, markings or fingerprints where multiple buttons have been pressed. Okay, first off, give me a D100 roll. All right. I like, I like what you're doing. Add your int score to it. Like the like the score, not the modifier. The no, the actual score. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and in true and in true vast fashion, the dice flies out of the. Yeah, true. <sighs> While he's doing this, Valak, what are you doing? Let's try this again. Um, he's gonna try to do investigation nice, nice, nice. to see if there's any like any books on that workshop. Maybe there might be something of like you know. Or like a bevelloid of nature besides a lovian orb. Okay, give me a uh, investigation roll, sir. Okay. And what did you get, Darnum? That's a 60 on the die, plus my intelligence is going to bring it to a 75 total. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that now I need you to roll an investigation with advantage. What'd you get, Valak? Right. Oh, uh, do I have advantage? No, sorry. <laughs> oh, a six. Never mind. A six? <laughs> yeah. No, while this is... While this is going on, you do find books, and you're no dummy, Valak. You you find about two books. You can't read what they are, but based off the picture on the front, it looks like it has something to do with metal or and fire, maybe because like it looks like there's something like being pressed against this metal thing, and there's like sparks flying out. But you can't read the words because it's in a language you don't know. He's trying to think of the languages. I don't. Uh, it looks similar. It looks similar to the language you see in the pod, the little container, and also the language you saw on the keyboard. <clears throat> He's trying to think to himself, "Can I read this?" 
Nope. Well, did you tell anybody about it, Mal? Or are you keeping it to yourself? Oh, no, he didn't get to that part yet. He, uh, yeah. What's He can't read the name of the book either. Can't read the name of the book. And if you open the pages, the pages are written in the same language. The only thing you can understand are the pictures. It seems like this is something to do with manipulating metal using machines, essentially. Hey, hey, Mirthal. Yeah. Does, like, a Bevelo have his own language? Yes, it does. Uh, he takes out the book. Hey, Baby Valak, can you read this? Baby Valak looks at it, and Baby Valak nods its head, or nods its its eye, and goes, read, yes. And then, um, tries to mimic what looks like with its tendrils, if it can, like, using tendrils as its hair, and, like, pretend that the hair is, like, moving. It's, like, playing little charades with you. Um... Oh, wait. Because it's trying to find a way to speak with you because it doesn't know the oh. word. Because remember, it speaks through mimicry, essentially. Every word that you say is it learning a new word. Okay, I have an idea then. He looks into his bag. He takes out a piece of parchment mm -hmm. and some ink. And he says, here, can you, uh, uh, if you can, write down what the title of that book says? And he gives him the, gives him the, uh, the ink pen. Baby Valak takes the, the ink quill or whatever the writing utensil is and upon the parchment writes simply metallurgy and machining exotic metals and then points at it and then points at the book then points back at the parchment and then points at the book and then points at you. Oh. Thank you. It says it says, says metal metal urgy and exotics and then baby valak goes baby valak do good oh you did great baby valak baby, baby valak flies around you and then cuddles up next to you and blinks its one eye that's why you my son yes my son <laughs> and as you take the book we'll be cutting over to darnum darnum you rolled what uh 18 18. So upon doing this, you actually see that there are some buttons that were that are more depressed than others. Okay. And this... those buttons are oh. Um you nope. don't know the language, so I can't spell it out for you. <laughs> uh there are there are six buttons. Uh no, sorry, five buttons. No, sorry, yeah, five buttons that are more depressed. Than the so, others. And I'm you know that the code is six. Okay. Yeah, I motion towards Mirthal, and I'll show him where the button. Where, I'll show him where the buttons are that are more depressed than the others. Okay. Well, there are five and of them depressed repeatedly. So. No five, right? Uh, and you said it's similar to a Babylonian. Can I kind of make like a loose translation? Roughly, any sort of deciphering would have to be at disadvantage. Okay. But you could uh, certainly attempt to. This isn't like you have no footing in the language. You do know a Bevelovian. This is an offshoot of it. Okay, I'll try. Okay. Give me... Uh, what would this be? Uh, Arcana, I guess? Yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it an Arcana roll. All right, so Arcana is a mantis, right? 
Correct. Is there uh, any way? Is there any way, Shaper, that can that can that can offer any kind of assistance to to Marathol with this? To if I even if if I can't negate the disadvantage, at least somehow like like boost away for him to get a better score out of this. Ah, that's a like, very good question. Because like if not, then yeah, I guess I did all I could. I I want to say you've done all you can. I wish I could, but you don't know the language. You don't even have like the Beverly Olvian. A little bit a Bevelovian language. This is a problem when you start making weird fucking concrete <laughs> names. You can't say them. So you don't know a Bevelovian, so it's a little, you know, you can't help him in that regard, unfortunately. So, yeah, it, it stays with disadvantage, and the score doesn't change pretty much. Gotcha. Well, actually, I'll, see the sc- I'll reduce the score a little bit because you do know that it is in some offshoot. Okay. I was, I was going to say maybe Baby Ballot could try to uh, see what those words are. And can you write them on the paper again? Yeah, I got an eight. Uh-oh. Uh, Baby Valak will cancel the disadvantage, but also oh. give you a plus five to your roll as well, hey. on top of whatever you get. Oh, okay. So that would be uh, 15. Good thinking, Valak. Um, <laughs> with the assistance of Baby Valak, it, it takes a few minutes, probably roughly about eight minutes or so, almost 10. But you're able to see that roughly, if you translate it to common, it's the the letters are C. Uh, let me do it in order: A, C, D, E, R. A- those are the letter. Those are the ones that are being pressed. A C E E R. Yeah. So A C D E R. Those are the letters that are being pressed. So those are the five letters. We're missing one letter to make the word, essentially. Which you can safely assume, all of you, with a six letter but five, means one of them is being pressed more than once. Okay. And what does the word spell out again? Uh, The word doesn't spell anything. You just know that the letters... I mean, sorry, what what are the letters? The letters are A C D E R. A C D R. A C D E R. Those are the letters that were pressed. It's five letters, but a six letter password. So that safe, you can safely assume, all of you can safely assume, that one of them is being pressed twice. Which one? You have to figure out. <coughs> uh, hey, uh, uh, Baby Valak. Any... Baby... Oh, sorry, man. No, I'll just say Baby Valak cur- curls up next to you. And Valak writes on the paper, A-C-D-E-R. Uh, there's one more w- letter missing do you think it could be in the book baby valak looks at you looks at the book looks at it and then baby valak just starts randomly pressing all sorts of combinations for the letter the first one access denied second one access denied third one access denied so baby valak is just trying to see what will work I would uh, say, yeah. Shaper, as that's happening, do I notice there's anything going off? Like, oh, hey, if it keeps getting denied, does like anything like awaken or any kind of like 
anything's taking note that we're getting this wrong over and over again. Nothing. At least in this room. Hmm, okay. I'm trying to think what the hell it could be. <laughs> um, Don't worry, this children's puzzle is gonna is gonna foil all of this. Astraos is looking at it, and he thinks to himself, "That place where we met the King Crimson again. This guy took Aster, right?" Mm-hmm. What yeah, if? Yeah, the the yeah that that creepy place, all the graves and the flowers and all that. Mm-hmm. This guy's obsessed with Aster, maybe, possibly. I, you know, I'm just assuming why would you bother kidnapping someone like the son of the King in Crimson? I mean, that's got to, if he's not getting paid like a ton, and this guy doesn't look like he's really living a, uh, shall we say, lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Don't you think it might be more personal? Maybe he's trying to do it for money. Well, but that's the thing. If it was doing it for money, this place, it doesn't scream lavish you know you can keep a lavish lifestyle hidden but maybe you know, he needs the money this... so he could live like you know maybe what like a highlight he... uh, uh you know what was the mother's name again Shaper? uh the mother's name was kadra kadra which we can spell with knees right so yes. i'm gonna type in kadra okay you punch in c-a-e-d-r-a the screen lights up green, and you hear a click, and then the door lowers, revealing what looks like a small hallway straight forward, and what looks like a bend going to the right, and then a descent of stairs. And it almost oh. seems like this is built into, like, the wall space, like, there was, uh, of this this apartment complex, or brownstone, I should say. As for another thought, this I have something you would ask for his mother. I figured, I mean, it makes, it just, it had to be something personal. Maybe Aster could have been the word. Maybe, I don't know, you guys know who yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, me and his mother's name, the name that was on the grave. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll, you know, I'm new here, so I'll go first. I'll pop the as a creation, see if I see any, see if I spot anything coming around that is not, that, that, you know, we, we, that you wouldn't normally see if you weren't, you know, scanning for different energy signatures. Yes. Oh, so for Remedy's sake, I, uh, have February go away, you know, back, okay. you know, potty face. Okay. And Valak, what are you doing as Darnum is taking point? Uh, I'll watch from the back. Okay. And as you journey, ask, not Aster, um, Astraeus, you know what? Just in case anything happens and like this, you know, accidentally shuts because I don't know, something gets triggered. I'm going to wait up here. And if nothing happens, you guys come back. That's great. If something happens, I'll do my best to get you guys out. If not, um, take care. Uh, would love to say it's been a pleasure knowing you, but can't say it. It'd be a lie. No, no, me. me. And he looks at you. Yeah, sure thing, bitch. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Remember, the night can probably get you met over to Radio Hollow. You know, in case you missed that, get there. I'm hoping it, you dirty whore. Mm-hmm, I'm telling you miss. <laughs> Trying and to do then, my best to play straight <laughs> And then if we uh, get to the staircase, I know my MSA, cunt, and what now? Bitch. <laughs> and That's you a guys lovely turn. relationship. 
<laughs> now, it wasn't in, I don't know if you were role-playing a friend or Damien there. It was, it was more Damien, I have to be honest. It was more Damien, yeah. Sometimes, I hope I did well. Sometimes did a char- well. an actor embodies a character too well. They become interesting. I mean, that was pretty follow-up for Damien, honestly. <laughs> it felt natural. I, I hope so. Anyway. I hope so. so, you guys... Damien, if you're listening to this... Uh-huh. Uh, you, you let me know. Anyway. <laughs> and also you hear him speak through like the ether. Um, <laughs> you journey down into this uh, stairwell, uh, taking point, Darnum. There isn't anything that's out of the usual aside from a hidden staircase built into the walls of this place. And you, as you journey down, you go down a series of flights of steps. You make another right, journey down the series of flights of steps to the point where... Based off the size of this thing, you are below the ground floor. Hmm. You're at basement level, if there was a basement, but you didn't see anything of this such, either of you. Uh, all three of you. Okay. All right, we're at least below the first floor of this building. And around the bend of this, um, uh, leading into a room, what it seems like, you, particularly Darnum, See some sort of humanoid signature of some kind. No, I'll, I'll raise a hand to stop everybody from walking. Once I and I'll, and I'll motion, I'll, you know, if, I'll, if I can hand signal, I'll motion that I, I spot someone up ahead. This one person. Gotcha. I sort this out quietly. So you guys are enter here stealthily. Yeah, I'm attempting yeah. to. He's gonna try. Give me stealth like, rolls. My armor makes a loud noise, so it's not just a man's Oh. Try. Hmm. That's going to be a 10. See, that's okay. Still... So, well, I have a plus 9 to win. That's why. <laughs> oh, 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 never mind. So it was an Addy yeah. 1? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. It's okay. Well, I, go, I, I got a 15. Uh, Will that negate uh, some of that? Valak? <sighs> I got an eight. Um, okay, so, so yeah. Um. <laughs> so Darnum, you enter in, right? Little, little. He as you enter in, he stops. The guy working, whatever, whoever's working this this bench in down here, stops. But then, as soon as Valak enters, he turns his head, and as soon as Mirthal enters, he stands up. This individual is wearing a long. Oh, let me <clears throat> describe it. Oh, he's got a picture. Uh, oh, I have, I have tons of pictures. You guys have already seen this, technically speaking. Oh, he's wearing, he's wearing what looks like a long brown coat. One of the sleeves on the left arm is torn completely off and is missing the arm. He's wearing a what looks like a white mask that obscures about two thirds of his face, and the part that isn't obscured, you see the very similar Necladean features of Aster, but you know it's not Aster, right? And the eye is glowing red, and the same long tendril dreadlock hair, um, or tentacles, I should say, swept back. He stands up, holding what looks like what you saw earlier as the uh, spark thrower, and he aims it at you guys. Uh, I don't think I invited you here. I'll raise my hand. We knocked on the front door, and no one answered. That usually means no one's home. Now come in. Well, well, I mean that's not true, but you're here. 
That is true, but you have answers. <laughs> we have questions. So how about we start there? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I was saying the name uh, Tanya. Kadra? Kadra, sorry. Thank you. I was saying the name Kadra. What's your relation to her? What's it to you? I'm a friend of a loved one of hers. Someone you uh, came in contact with. So you're the lapdogs of the aspects. I'm the lapdog of no one. Yo, who are you calling a lapdog? Sit down, Fido. You know what? Val- at that moment, Val- 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 I'm, I'm gonna like immediately put a hand on Valak's chest because I know what I know. What to, I was like, up, up, up. <laughs> now before, before things need to escalate. No, they they about to escalate. Say that one more time. Before things need to escalate, I feel as though I feel as though tempers are starting to flare. You, my friend, I'm saying this more loosely. Just tell us what's going on. Maybe we can come to some kind of agreement. Obviously, you're doing it for personal reasons. Talk to us. That's what's going on. He keeps the Sparkcaster specifically aimed at Valak. I promise so, you, whatever you think that's going to do... A spark do, thrower. I, I know. I, whatever you think that spark thrower is going to use to... This man right here, it won't bear you a fresh. You want to try me on that one? Oh, oh we could try this. Wait, no. you know what? Wait, so, wait, wait. I feel like, good shit. I, I, feel like, I feel like I got to ask you, JB, how much force Let are you giving me. him right now to try and walk past him? <laughs> Let me ask you. He doesn't. Thing. He does. He's pretty. He's pretty forceful. He doesn't. Well, okay, depend so, how much force you're trying to push. I was gonna say. So, so you, I'll say if anyone's looking, you'll see Darm's arm flexing as hard as it can to keep Valak in place. <laughs> Have you performed a real ruined power and lift? I serve the real ruinous powers. Oh so, yeah, which one do you yeah. serve? Oh, you might know her. I simply call her the wise mistress. Oh, hang on a second. Do I recognize I don't know that know who that is. Oh, yes. You met her before. Wait, the older the library. Oh, that's her? Oh, yes. Oh, she cool. Yeah, I fought. Uh, I fought Ruin of Power and lived. So has he. It all, you honestly, do you really think it's wise for us all to go toe-to-toe? It's not. Persuasion yeah. with disadvantage? I'm kind of more trying to intimidate him. Okay, intimidation with disadvantage then. Okay. Well, hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, so intimidation with disadvantage. That's it. Yeah, no, good. You sure? <clears throat> yep, intimidation with disadvantage. Okay. That is going to be a 13. Eh, doesn't all impress me that much. Good. Good. But I promise you, it's not more dangerous than you think. And the knowing which is, is very, very knowing and very powerful. But she's not all powerful. More powerful than us, in theory. 
was from me. Mm-hmm. Not all pop. So, the fuck was that? From a series. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that was my all-knowing mistress over here. Anyway. Apple, Apple She's like, all mm-hmm. over this. <laughs> Word, Tell what are you watching over there? Content. Yeah, Ernie, what are you watching over there? Uh, no, wait. Hello, be my mistresses, okay? Nah, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, she has many ideas, I'm sure. Well, what's the point of taking after what? Does it have to do with you? It has to do with everything. I'm all yours. Don't know if I really want to say. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know a whole lot. I don't ask a lot of questions. Well, okay. you know enough that your password for here is her name. True. So also, that has know, meaning to you. Also may know where your friend is right now. Maybe. So you're going to so, tell us. So what's in it for you right now? When are you trying to get out of this? How about we start there? Something you can't comprehend. Something you can't possibly fathom. Shape I can assure you that. Night what? Try. Were you ask, Darnum, were you going to ask? I was like, can I insight check this guy? Oh, absolutely. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Because depending on when I get an insight, I have a follow. I have a follow up thing I can try and suss out. Sweet, oh, super damn, sus. <laughs> Twenty-eight. You can tell. Oh wait, I, mean... I get, wait, I get advantage. Sorry. Oh, okay. Twenty-eight was still fantastic, but good. No, no, still twenty-eight. But okay. Um, you can clearly discern that this has nothing to do about money. This has nothing to do about any sort of uh like shall I say i can't say it's not personal it is personal but not personal for like oh i'm going to get because i'm going to be looking great in the eyes of the wise mistress or who he calls the wise mistress or anything like that or aster he seems to be doing it for some sort of personal cause almost like someone who carries off a strong sense of patriotism or nationalism of that type hmm. okay <clears throat> and just looking and and just looking at him, does he share any features to Aster? Everything. Like, aside, like, like aside from just like, I don't mean racially, I mean like fami- in, a, in a familial sense. Oh, no, nothing like that. Racial, oh, okay. absolutely. Right. The hair, the tentacle hair, the the mouthless face from what you could see. Because like I said, two, like two-thirds is still covered. But that one-third that's exposed, you can still see where there would be a mouth, there is none. There's like that smooth face. You know, a lot of the physiology looks like... A Necladean, but isn't a Necladean. Gotcha. So that missing arm. So I'll just pipe it. So exactly. So exactly. What did Aster do to you? What did he take from you? Hasn't taken anything from me. That's what he hasn't taken. I like this one. He points to Darnum. Now, because Bashar remembers the question, remembers the thing. Would Darnum know what he what he's talking about, but what Aster hasn't taken? Because again, Bashar, because you you told all of us, Bashar the player knows, but I want to see if Darnum remembers. Or even if I want to I want to say through your research of you know of Evolovian horrors and so forth that you've taken That's just right, ac- 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 
academically, you do know a secret about Aster. I, all you do, technically, as as not yeah. just players, but characters as well. No, I but, know what he's talking about. So yeah, you'll see, I'll say, Mirthal, if you look at Darm, you'll see his, like, you you know the flash of, of like, like, holy shit, this is it. It's one of those things. Yep. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, that's right. Because he had a job waiting for him, didn't he? Yeah, you're looking for somebody to sit upon it, are you? You, you don't see a smirk, but uh, insight check him if you want, actually. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do this again. Yeah. I mean, that, it's not as good as, it's not as good as 17. Oh, Valak, do you want to do an insight check too? Or, or is Valak just so Val angry? Val Valak is just grilling him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just grilling him. Okay. Uh, Mirthal, you say natural 20? No, 25. Okay. Valak, you were saying something? 18 plus 7. Nice, okay. Nice. No, he hasn't taken his eyes off of him yet. <laughs> okay, so he's just doing hes doing the stare. You both can tell that if he did have facial features, you, just by how his brow is moving, he gives off a smile. Or a grin of some kind. Okay. So are you trying to get him to a son now? That's what you're doing? No, nah, not what I was asked to do, so... What, is that your end goal? Mm, not my end goal. My end goal is just to get his ass in the throne, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Don't really care about the whole ruinous power thing. That's not what my people need. But you need leadership. You need focus. We need him. I understand. And this is going to make that happen. Is it a step in that direction? He sighs. Or gives off at least the sound of a sigh. <clears throat> Should have been. But uh, let's just say those Eud weren't thorough in making sure he was sedated. And he just moves slightly forward and shows the missing arm. Bastard tore it off. Took a few of those crustaceous assholes with him. Can't say I miss him. Fucking soft shells, and he spits on the ground. So, what's the plan for whatever this amazing one for to make him ascend afterwards? Uh, it was just to get, as far as I knew, she told me that it would help get his ass on the throne. That's all I cared. Didn't ask any questions. Didn't even take any payment. Okay. Just, um, just for the good of your people, right? Damn straight. Yeah, what, what happened after that? After as a stoneborn, you should understand that. <laughs> I mean, then you have a long historic history. I get it. Let me ask you this. Then. After that happened, and he took their arm and killed a few of them, what happened then? And then he just imploded. He fled the facility. Can't, couldn't tell quite where. And I hopped into an Ineum container. Only thing I knew that would be able to withstand a ruinous power, or at least anything that I could think that could at least give me better chances of surviving a ruinous power. Once I was out, called my little helper, and, uh, yeah. All right. Can you have any idea where he went? I told you. Didn't see where he hopped to. Too busy trying to not die as a whole building was falling atop me. No, I get it. I understand that. But it's in like any kind of influence. I perhaps put in a good word and try to convince him to get on the throne. 
you see he's actually thinking about it right he's actually trying to remember where uh, shit that's a good question she did say something hold on uh and he he he, he goes to motion to like hold on but then he realizes fuck <sighs> yeah, yeah i don't know if i'm lucky do you guys happen to have my arm <laughs> did we take uh -huh. it did we bring it with us i have it on me yeah you would know that already that we're so interested in where we're passing huh. you up and everything okay perhaps why if you give me my arm might jog my memory you know, I'm gonna inside check that one. Just, 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 Twenty-two Mirthal, mm -hmm. and what'd you say, Darnum? Twenty-six. <clears throat> there is truth to what he says. Hmm. I'll look over to Mirthal. I'll, I'll give him the, the look on my face, like, yeah, he's on the up and up. On that, at least, on, he's on that front. We have your arm. You must see information. You have my word. I'll hand it to you. If you want <clears throat> to be safe, so we have we have an agreement. Right, mm -hmm. you'll give me my arm if I give you information. You'll just, you'll just simply tell us where Aster is. Yeah, just tell him where he's at. Can I just shoot him, please? He's like really no, annoying. Please don't. No. Please, because like I, Mal, no, please. I'm just gonna let you know, Mr. Valak, you kill me, this whole place goes up in a fiery hole. I mean, you'll you go up in a fiery hole. No, this whole place does. It's rigged to my heart. It stops. This whole well, place disappears. Well, can you please? Can you? There, are, you have to make sacrifices. There's no need for it. Come on, guys. Calm down. Think of that nice Mr. Jean Marie. You really want to get him killed? Or what about that old lady Adra? I think she's got her grandkids over. It be like that sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, early blank on his name right now because I'm panicking. Wadrick, Wadrick, Wadrick. I will be honest with Wadrick. Uh, talking about third party is not going to stop now. Oh, that's fine. Just, just, just kill will... all of you. Just, it's a more of a warning for you guys if that's the case then. And he looks I, at you, I, I, looks at you Darnum. Listen. <sighs> you know, do me a favor. Alright? I will give you the arm. Tell us where Asher is, and your mistress. Tell her what's the game plan that you know of. Like so, I said, I don't know what her end goal is. I just knew what my goals are. His ass in the throne, they seem to align, so that was enough for me. And he looks at Darnum. Do you mind getting him out of here? Doesn't it be far, just up a flight of stairs. That's it. I ain't going nowhere. And I'll, I'll look over and the valley. And I'll toss aside this thing. Okay, okay. toss aside that thing, Malik. Let's go with Estreos. Me and Arden will be okay. Estreos isn't there, remember? He's upstairs. I know, that's why I'm telling him. Oh, okay, okay. Upstairs. Yeah, I'm giving him a look like, you don't have to go that far, and you know. 
Just a flight of stairs. That's it. Mm -hmm. Remember, you can be here and let me flip. Less than a second. So it's not a big deal for you to be up there. You know what I mean, right? I swear. I won't even hesitate. Sacrifice are necessary between one's goal. And you don't take Valak's friends like that. If you were Valak's friend, I'd do the same for you. But you're not, because you took my friend. He just stares blankly at you. Yeah, I could at least tell what Aster would say to me back. Well, and he looks over at the stairs. I already know what this room looks like. He turns around, he goes back. Did you walk up a flight of stairs or what are you trying to do exactly? No, no, he, he, he go, he's on the stairs. Well, is he going up the flight of stairs as instructed, or is he just staying, like, at a step? He's, uh, how, how big is this flight of stairs? <laughs> That's what I need to know. Well, a single flight of stairs, we'll say, like, about eight or so. Nothing crazy. Like, you can literally jump down. A, like, that's how, based off your size, you can literally jump down. He's going to go to the point to where uh, he can't see him, his feet at least. Whatever, how far that is. It's about halfway up, about three to four. Yeah. If you're trying to obscure your shadow as well. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he looks at you, Mirthal. Turn the arm around. All right, I'll, um... Val, can you just give me a perception roll? Yep. Oh, 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 oh natural 20. I have a plus nine, so does that matter? No, natural 20. Okay. So you hear a thud coming from upstairs. Um, Mirthal, Darnum, give me... A, a, well, Mirthal, since if you're focusing on the arm, disadvantage. If not, perception roll as well. Okay. okay. That is going to be a 10 for me. That's going to okay. be a dirty 20 for, for the perception. You s can't quite tell if it's maybe thunder or of from where you are, for how deep you are. You can't tell if it's like an actual thud or thunder, Darnum. Mirthal, you just hear the cracking of thunder. Underneath the arm, there's a little button. It's a red thing right on the wrist. And he, you know, you see it as you turn the arm around, you see it. It's at like where the, the hand meets the wrist. Mm-hmm. Press the button. What does it do when I press the button? It's a it's a voice recorder. I can't remember exactly what she said. You press it, it'll Play back the last several hours. Just have to rewind to the right point. Inside shot. Go ahead. Uh, now it's at 12 for me. 12? Um, Valak, you hear this thud. Anything? Uh, behind, behind him? No, you hear this thud coming from upstairs. Oh, he'll turn around and look. From where you are, you just see darkness and stairs going up. He uh, he summons uh, one of the uh, Bevorovian hounds. Oh, okay. He says, hey, go see what that is up there for me. If it's bad, the just bark. 
one of the hounds runs up. As it's running up, Mirthal, he's hard to read. The mask is really doing a good job. It, like the two-thirds that's still there, doing a hard, really good job at concealing intent. You press the button. As you do so, you see a piece of the uh, the under of the forearm disappears, revealing what looks like a screen of some kind. And you see a series of dates. Uh, chances are it's most likely the second to last one or the most recent one. So your, your pick. You press the second to last. And as you, you click onto the second to last one, it begins to play like a audio log of sorts detailing exactly what had transpired during the whole ordeal. You hear him making the exchange with the uh, wise mistress. Him hand, like It sounds like him handing off something to someone. You, there's, it's just audio, so you don't see anything. So you don't know what it is. Um, <clears throat> you hear the conversation of one of the youths thanking him greatly, and this is going to work towards the goal. And then the wise mistress makes a reference to raising the College of Heroes. <laughs> there we go. Maybe he's there. My arm, please. Sure. Uh, if you won't mind, may I play the last one? Most recent one? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, I'll play it. You play it, and you hear what sounds like a bunch of rumbling, and like, and that that's pretty much it. It's just like rumbling him saying, shit, all right. Fuck, this would be easier if I had my other arm. And you hear him put something down, which you can assume would have been the uh, the sp uh, spark uh, thrower, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear him punching into something, like typing something onto some sort of screen of some kind, moving as fast as he could. Oh, come on, luck be, luck be my lady knight. And then you see he hits something, and then he goes, oh, I'm going to feel sick. And, and then you just, the log cuts out. If you're wondering, that was me getting no, the hell out of okay. there. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah. And um, thank you for the honesty. And can I get the arm, please? Yes. Um, just just put it back in the socket. No problem. Yeah, I'll assist him. I'll put it back in the socket. Oh, takes a few minutes, and then the arm comes back to life. Oh, God, that was painful. Sure was. Listen, I will keep my word, and I will talk to him about the throne. Okay. Ask you to do me one favor. Maybe. Don't attack me again. Or at least talk to me first. I know it wasn't your whole idea when you were trying to get back in the throne. I, I, I didn't attack him. He attacked me. I got three shots off on him. One hit him. The other he broke. Ain't my first time dealing with a breaker, so that's why I pack certain rounds in this bad boy. And he does yeah. the other one, so. What kind of rounds? <laughs> Special rounds, trade secret, a wager secret. Understood. But I don't want to kill him. I was only looking to sedate him, so okay. that's why I only use this thing and not this. And you see, he pops out the wrist rocket, aims mm -hmm. it around, not at you guys. He actually purposely like outlines you guys, like avoiding you guys both as he like aims it around, and then. Puts it back in. <sighs> I know you're not really for hire per se, but if we were in a yeah, hire, then is that possible? No. Okay. I don't like your friend. I just said. I do personal jobs, so I personally don't like him. So, if after 
Yes, it's wrong. Would you consider that a personal job fulfilled? Yeah, and then I might overlook. Thank you, sir. Wager it. It's been a pleasure. Take care of yourself. And if you don't mind, can you get out? Oh, um, we're leaving right now. Darnum, anything before we go? Uh, and while this entire conversation is going, oh wait, I'll let Darnum go first. God, I was, I was going to say, I was going to no, we can get out of here. Don't worry. Okay. As this conversation is occurring, your dog barks, or your hound barks. By the way, Valak. Uh, <clears throat> Val Val jumps up to the to the top floor. So you, it, the way it's bent, you'd have to do like several leaps. So he does a go, he does a Donkey Kong barrel roll. Okay, so you just <laughs> hop, 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 hop. Right to each flight, each uh, the rest at each flight, and then you see what looks like this large autom hulking automaton grab your breaker hound and just crush its neck. You know these breaker hounds aren't actually, shall we say, like hounds? They're they're basically like summoned from annihilus energy, and then it just dissipates into wisps of annihilus energy. The automaton looks at you, scans you up and down, intruder lifts up a wrist. And you see a massive cannon appear out of it. How are you going to act? Uh, Valak, in that, <clears throat> in the moment he saw the Breaker Hound, uh, even though I know it, he it, 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 it dissipates, uh, he he uh, he re he reacts, and in the moment of reacts, also transforms. Okay, what are you doing exactly? So is that your action? He's going to he's going to he's going to like. Almost like do a like the spear. Okay, but is your action to transform? I guess, yeah. Okay, so your action is to transform because this is happening simultaneously. You're taking an action, then he's taking an action. His action fires the cannon. Um, while this is happening, you hear some sort of ruckus upstairs. You hear Valak. You hear something like thud, thud, thud. Mirthal and Darnum. How are you reacting? I'm gonna turn around to um waiting. Wagering. Wagering. Uh, wager it, disarm the security systems. Now. I need to get upstairs to do that. Go. I can't. You're blocking the way, and he's blocking the way. I'm blocking the way. And Wadrick begins to run. Um, Alec, I need you to make a dex saving throw. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, ooh, 21. Eighteen. Okay, you succeed. Yes. Okay. Oh wait, no, I'm missing one. Oh, I hope the room is big enough too. By the way. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> oh okay, because he's, he's, he's fifteen foot. So. Oh well, the room is tall enough, but between you and him and what he's about to do, uh, there's probably a giant hole in this like building now. Um, the so, the guy in the bottom's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What the fuck? You take you take forty five points. Oh. Of fire damage. Oh, no, no. Oh, sorry. You're not raging, so it's not going to happen. You take... Oh, no. You succeeded. Never mind. You succeeded. Yeah, uh, I did 45, the yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Brain fart. Uh, 45 points of fire damage as you're blasted with this rocket, and it 
just completely blows the entire, I would say, part of the stairwell out. Wadrick stops and he goes, ah, son of a bitch. And you hear Wadrick say, ah, son of a bitch with your acute hearing. Valak, so do I land a spear? Uh, we'll say roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> you hear uh, and feel this explosion, Mirthal and Darnum. If you if you understand, he wasn't gonna do it. But you have to understand, Valak is not a human. He's more of a beast. So I mean, you don't have to explain your actions. It, it yeah. just roll with it. No, I'm just oh, saying no, for I, the. I'm, I'm saying for the audience. Um, uh, you know. Listen, I'm gonna be real. Whether my uh, pup gonna come back or not, somebody killed it. I I'm know. killing them. So I don't make it at all. So. Oh, uh, twenty-two. That uh, plus what's three your, initiative. Plus three on initiative. Yeah. You. Oof, pardon me. It rolled a dirty twenty. So you go first. Mirthal, and then it goes second. Mirthal, Darnum. Um, I'm gonna just follow up after Wadrick. Okay, you're following after Wadrick. Mirthal, you're following too. Yeah, and I'm urging him to go faster. Oh, he's he's trying to go. He only stopped because an explosion just destroyed like a massive chunk of the stairs and the building, like uh, from to, right to here. To be fair, right when the explosion, can I see it? No, you heard it from where you okay. were. You heard it. Never mind. Wadrick, Wadrick barely caught a corner of it with it, like, the, like as he was turning, he saw a flash, and that's it. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Your go, uh, Valak. You go okay. first. So, what are you looking to do? I was saying, does the does the roll go though? The hit roll, not a hit, but you have to roll for a hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, initiative. Okay. So it's gonna be you and this creature first. All right. So I have seventeen plus form of the beast claws to be eleven. Eleven to hit. I mean, sorry, eleven plus. Sorry, twenty twenty eight. Sorry. I okay. Fucking. That hits. That. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That hits. So, uh, in the in the moment, since he's al always raging, even though he took the hit, his rage is uh. His rage is masking the as like his face. He knows he's hurt, but his okay. rage, like you know, it's like when you get hurt, but your adrenaline's uh, kicking. Adrenaline's kicking. Through. Yeah, the adrenaline's kicking, and it 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 kicked into like to like nah speed. <laughs> so, uh. So he's using the he's using the claws and he's he's slashing at him. He's fucking with his uh big werewolf claws. Okay, go ahead. Roll roll damage. D six plus five. It's eleven. That 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 was a damage eleven. Oh, eleven. Okay, no, it was right. okay. No, it's one so, d. It's one d six. Let me just make sure. One d six. One d six plus five. Yeah. yeah okay. I didn't know. Damage. I didn't. I didn't know if that was it. Okay. So yeah, as you rake your claws across this this thing, this large automaton's chest, it scratches it, but doesn't do quite as much. So you only do uh, six points of damage to it. Okay. And since I uh, use my natural weapon, I'm going to use uh, the special infection infection. Infectious fury, Jesus. And what does that do exactly? When you hit is a creature if, with your natural weapon while you are raging, target must succeed in the wisdom saving throw. If what happens if it fails? Uh, your the thing takes two d12 psychic damage. Okay, okay. So, so it has to do a seventeen. He doesn't know, so I'm just he's a you know. For no, I'm asking. Okay, he rolled a nineteen. 
Um, okay. No, because he's, uh, you know, just player to shaper. He is immune to poison. So I just yeah. want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I kind of assumed that, but I'm saying as a character, Valak doesn't know that. Yeah, he's no, just... but Psychic is not poison, so that's gotcha. all good. Um, oh, okay, okay. 19, does he take half damage or is that it? No, if the DC, he had to roll uh, 17. Okay, like he you rolled have a... to. He rolled a 19. Okay, so, so then you don't take uh, the Psychic. You'd have to okay. be like 17 below. Okay, gotcha. So it's an all or nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, anything else? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Mad that it didn't work. Uh, he's gonna use the gates of a bevelo. First off, uh -huh. do you have do you have five charges? Because you used it last time. You haven't replenished your charges. You need five breaker charges or ruinous charges to use it. Yeah, no, we rested from that. I never used it since then. Resting yeah, doesn't restore. You have to get the orbs, Matt. So uh, remember, I had gained you the ore. That's how you were able to do it last time. I had gained you one. Wait, you serious? Yeah, I didn't even know we had more? to do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's every, time, every time you've been doing it, you've been breaking those etheric orbs that Darnum or Ankar had given you. I know you broke, the last time you used it was in the, uh, what was the Fenrisa last fight? fight? Yeah, the Fenrisa fight. And you guys haven't replenished, well, actually, no, both you and Mirthal have, I think, one charge, I, or, or Mirthal has two, maybe? I have two charges, and okay. I also have an orb on me. Okay, Mirthal has two charges. Okay. I know you have one only. You need five to use um, Gates of Abevola. Oh, that's something you learn every day. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. I I had no idea. Though you could just literally you could just do it. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Because I, you know, you did do your attack. I think you have the option to extra yeah, attack. Uh, I do. Yeah, I'm thinking about what to do. Uh, sorry guys. Nope, it's all good. Oh, and I got this. I got this. Here we go. Oh, boon of ceaseless hunger. There we go. Okay. Now, is that a melee attack? Just as yeah. attack roll. That's all I have written down. It's a melee attack. It's a melee attack. The, okay. That's a breaker ability. Okay, just making sure. Because I know there was another one. I forgot what the other one was, which is the uh, the ranged spell attack. Yeah, that's because uh, I remember well, last time you said if you're up close and use a range is disadvantage. So, <laughs> yeah. trust me, I, remem I remember that at least. No, I just want to make sure. Yeah, because you said disadvantage, so, so I just want like that's gonna go ahead. Roll for the attack. Uh, consume attack roll deals damage to you by three, multiply your strength plus two. Was this just a? It was a basic attack roll. So whatever weapon you're using, you add that. Like you'll treat that as your attack roll. So okay, are you using you know Devastator uh, Zone or something else? Be, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be Devastator Zone. Okay, roll. Oh, all right. Uh, does 22? 22 does not hit. Uh-oh. That fuck? shit is armor, bro. Oh, yes. It Think think like a miniaturized Hulkbuster. Shit. Remember, Wadrick said something. I don't know if you guys caught on to it. Oh, no, I, I'm on it. Okay. He, he, he was a body breaker. Yeah, I get it. Well, not just that. He said something else. His little buddy. Yeah, his helper. Yeah. <laughs> his helper. I got it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And now you could 
well, you can't see it yet, but anything else, Valak? Oh, is there anything else you could do? Uh, so I attacked twice, then I attacked in a row. I'm looking for a bonus action. Okay, what Let's can you do with your bonus see. action? Uh, Rage is always active, so I can't do anything on that. Um, Tears of the Dragon, no bonus at this. Not yet. And then, so he's going to, with his bonus action, mm -hmm. he's going to, uh, uh, can I bound behind him? Yes. If okay. I'm saying it costs a bonus action or an action. Yes. It just, I have bonus action written down for bounding. Well, bonus action or action, so it's up to yeah. you. Okay. Yes, you Me, can. Uh, can bound. Down then. Okay. Action. Just so, like, he doesn't try to get the... We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what Dealing happens. Robots. Robots. Yeah, he doesn't know, but... I'm trying to play a really mindless Raging Valak right now. <laughs> so, I am I'm done. Okay. Wadrick's gonna look at Darnum, just signal you guys to stop. I don't want you guys getting hurt by the blast back. Alright. He's oh. going to activate the same jump jet that you saw back when you guys fought Fenrisa, and he actually goes up the missing flights of stairs, and he lands on just slightly below. Artie, stand down. And Valak, don't attack him. And you see the robot just acknowledges the request. The eyes glow, go from a glowing red to a cyan color. Your go, Valak. If he, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to control his, uh, his rage. Wisdom saving throw. He's at this moment, he's having a hard time. Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage then. Yep. Wait, I think I have advantage on wisdom saving throw. As does that, does that matter? Then no? that makes it normal, if that's the case. Just check. Let me just double check. Extra? Yeah, yeah, let me just double check. I'm going to make sure I come because uh, I know I have advanced I know it's advanced on initiative so there was one thing I did have an advantage it, on didn't you get it for training real hollow if I remember correctly oh that's right yeah that's mm -hmm. true when it pertains to your transformation you have an easier time to you know revert back essentially yeah okay so one Oh, okay, yes. Sorry, I have no key so, uh... Wisdom saving, you said? Yes, wisdom okay. save. Uh, 11. Technically, the DC is, I think, 15, if I'm not mistaken, for your transformation. So I'll let you roll with that as whatever you wish to do. T's, uh, so I think that's technically a fail. Technically, yeah. Yeah. So. It doesn't mean you would still be raging. It's up to you to decide if you're still going to be raging or, like, yeah. upset. It just means you can't get out of your wolf form. Yeah. He he starts... He, see, he backs up, but you can see that his eyes are, like, more red, and he's still, he's still grilling the robot. But you can see he's backing up slowly, but keeping an eye, but he's trying to control the rage. Okay. Using he's, Artie's turn. He's snarling. 
Wadrick's gonna motion for Darnum and Mirthal to to guys. Uh, you're gonna have to make a jump. I can't exactly right. help you, but you have to make a jump and hopefully talk to your your friend. All right, I'll make my way up. Same, likewise. But I'll let, I'll let Mirthal go first. So I can just leap leap up there. Uh, Acrobatics roll to see if you can make the leap. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Both of you. That's a natural twenty. So ooh, yeah. Like, yeah, you you That's Prince a, of Persia that shit. Three. You Prince of Persia that shit too. <laughs> All right, so um, okay, so I'll say I will say at the time, and Mirthal, like I say, he was a warrior within. <laughs> not, 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 not not twin sands or twin princes or something. No, I should I should, I should pick the two thrones. I'm sorry, I should pick so, oh, two thrones. You, there we go. Are you gonna parkour up there? Parkour. That's what we made the name. And wait uh, just motions for you guys as you're on the same level. Just motions for you gets out of your way. And you see, you guys see this automaton. It's not as tall as Valak, but it is thicker than Valak significantly. We see Astraos anywhere? Is uh, he okay? Astraos is nowhere to be found right now. We have a companion up here. You know where he is? Artie, did you kill anyone on your way here? Artie looks at you guys. Well, no, boss. I didn't. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> oh, that's. You see, you see, Darn like, oh, that's not what I thought would be the sound. Uh, well, Artie's a special unit. He he hammers the, uh, the the torso part, and then you see what when it opens up, you see actual like organs in there, and then oh. it closes up. Artie's a bit of a special case. Um, just because I'm a Necladane doesn't mean I'm heartless. A uh, good friend of mine, human I used to work with, uh, pretty much the guy who used to get me all the nice gadgets that I have right now and taught me how to make them. Mm, let's just say life wasn't exactly, or time wasn't too kind on him, so I did my best to buy him as much as possible. I see. There is no one here. So, that fails! Are you sure you didn't, like, land on him or something? You know, he's not quite as big as this guy right here. You know, he stands out. You know, if, what's this Astraeus? What does he look like? Human? Uh, yeah, elf, I'm uh, a human. Mm, you sure you didn't land anywhere, Artie? Artie looks at his like his feet. No, boss. Uh, nothing here. Nope, nothing wager. Uh, maybe he skedaddled when he heard me come a-thumping? Perhaps. Uh, Mount, you okay? And I'm talking to you and werewolf, you know. Would, uh, meet my animal again. Valak? Uh, Valak, not okay. Artie, let's give them some time. Let's, let's, let's go. We're gonna leave the apartment now. We just gotta find our other friend in Seattle. Uh, well, by all means, there's the door, and he points to the massive hole in the apartment now. <laughs> Uh, can you do me a favor and disarm any other things we might run out to on the way out? If you use the hole, you're not going to run into anything. Okay. And you see down there, eh, it's not that bad because the way the explosion is, you could technically maybe go down to one of the lower stairs and only have to worry about jumping down like a single flight of stairs or maybe a flight and a half. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Malin, can you save that or do you stop that way? I'd take a break. If not, I might rip this guy's head off. You're lucky. Right. 
You lucky transformation was the worst thing I thought about. You can't understand you, but I'll translate for you. I'll translate. I've dealt with worse. I was actually in the stomach of Paturu a few times later. I was as well. I understand the pain. Wait, did he actually say the name? Yes, he did. Did you summon him? No. Because if it is, I'm jumping out the fucking window. No, no, no. I said no, no. Paturu has not the... Ethereum Devourer has not been summoned, but he did say the name. How did you say the name without summoning him? Who says I didn't? Uh -oh. There are nine. He's from a distance. He's all. There are nine realms. You know, just saying. Nine oh. places to be, and Rand's pretty big. So just because he's not here doesn't mean he may have not. You know, said hi to the knights. Maybe. I don't know. Already, come on. Let's get some TM. Thirsty. God damn it. Um, Valak, Valak closes his eyes. I, I'm going to take a quick look around everywhere else for a trail real fast in your apartment. Give me said. a perception roll. Okay. Go ahead, Valak. What are you going to do? He closes his eyes. He's trying to, he's contacting the King Crimson. Are you still raging? Huh? Are you still raging? He's he's, he's 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 trying to control it. Right, at the moment he can't transform back, but he's trying to do self control. Okay, wisdom wisdom save, but the score is going to be pretty high because of the fact that you're still giving into your bestial rage. You're stuck in your wolf form still. So yeah, yeah. Twenty two for me, by the way. Okay. Uh, ten. Ten. Yep. I seven. You hear? 10. You just hear the rain pelting the. Once brownstone edifice of this building, <laughs> and you hear thunder cracking the background. No screams or anything, which, based off what he said, Valak, it's up to you uh, to tell anyone. But at least Paturu isn't here. And then mm -hmm. for Mirthal, you look a little bit ways down, and you see down the hall what looks like wet footprints. And then the footprints cut out to one of the windows. All right, out the, out the window. Atreus! You'd have to leave the room and go out down the hall. Are you going to do that? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> so who's that fuck this amount? <laughs> he pretty much did. He heard, he heard like a large <laughs> bang coming from like down, all the way down to the opposite side of this building, this loft, right? And he was like, um, it's just me. And he looks at his daggers essentially and he's like, poof, gone. So you see Atreus is waiting down on the second level of the fire escape. He looks up at you. So, it Come seems on, like Miss I missed Lee. all the fun. Come on, Miss Lee, I'm go. Yeah, 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 whore. And he Carry climbs. the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> we, we have to stop role-playing Ernie and Damien and actually do a straight up Samir And you see, he, he acrobatically... Let me actually see if I can roll properly. Oh, okay, yeah, natural 19. Yeah, he acrobatically goes up the fire escape back into the room and scurries back to you guys. Looks at Valak. Come on, guys. Looks at we gotta go to school. I'll, uh, concentrate and send me up a Lovium key. I'll create one. You create a Lovium key? And I'll use it right away and open the door to the Connors and Heroes. 
Okay. You s picture the College of Heroes. Where in particular? Um, where me Asher first arrived. That part. Okay, so like in the like the 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 grounds area. Yeah, the grounds area. Okay. So you thrust the key into the air. You hear the click. The misshapen gate uh, appears, and you all s step through what looks like the grounds. The gate closes behind you as you all go, and the gate crumbles, disappearing, and you are on the grounds for the College of Heroes. Everything seems fine. It's right now. It's it's nighttime. Um, it's evening, I should say. You see the warming light in the distance, about probably about forty-five feet of and the banter, or yeah, the banter going on in the mess hall where you and Aster once shared a meal, a very delicious meal. Um, off on the distance, within one of the gardens, you just see what looks like a breaker practicing their abilities, swinging their blade and so forth. Uh, in the other side, you see a stargazer mending what looks like potentially some sort of injury. It's up to you if you guys want to actually do a medicine roll to see sure. what type of injury. I'll okay, uh, by all means, start him. 24. Broken foot. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it's it's you can see the energies enveloping it are doing its thing to actually heal it. Uh, but as you guys arrive to the College of Heroes, you don't see anything out of place. And with that, that is where we'll be concluding tonight's session. Thank you for joining us tonight on Eternal Champions. I've been your shaper and host, Treasonous Truths. Joining me today, we had our very own Captain Darnam Han, played by Dr. Vanish. Uh, thank you, everybody. Have a good night. We had Sir Mirthal, played by Ernie. Have a good night, everyone, and maybe you're hearing this moment. <laughs> and Sir Valak, played by our very own Daddy Sins. Have a good night, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this session. It was an interesting <laughs> one. If you'd like to stay up to date with everything Neon Knights, you can follow us at Twitter at Neon Knights FM or Instagram at Neon Knights Productions, or please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Neon Knights Productions as well. But with that being said, until next time, folks, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>